Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of the Baden Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Nick Browning. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who reached out with uh, some positive messages towards the first podcast. Uh, we are going to be only getting better from here. So I appreciate everyone who reached out. Uh, we got a great show for everybody today. We have a lot of guest interviews coming on. We have our senior volleyball captains. We have some football guys coming on, uh, a couple senior students to rehash uh, the week, uh, as well as the football game last week. So without any delay, let's go ahead and get started. All right, everybody. So we're going to get into the weekly recap. Um, so last week, our recap went up to August 24th. Uh, so we're going to pick it up right there. I'm here with our senior uh, Baden News Network president, Tyler Verdon. Tyler Verdon, how are you today? Great. Great, Tyler. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you. So um, Tyler's going to be a, a new staple uh, on this podcast. Uh, he's going to be helping me out a lot. And I'll tell you what, I, I sure need the help. So I appreciate you coming on. Sure. Um, so Tyler's going to get us started off here with uh, August 24th results from uh, last week. Yeah, on August 24th, girls volleyball was facing Fenwick's on green and white night. JVB ended up winning 2-0. JVA ended up losing 0-2. And Varsity with a big win on 4-1. 400 tickets were sold that night, which is very good and great turnout for student sections on both sides. Yeah, I saw some some pictures of that. It looked, uh, it looked pretty neat. Yeah. And uh, Boyne Soccer ended up getting an 8-0 win against uh, Landmark homeschool team, and Brayden Elridge setting the school record at 56 goals, which is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, to think about, you know, well, I talked about this last week that he was only one goal away. Um, I think he ended up having two or three that night yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, so, yeah, just to think that we're only, what, six games, five games at that point into the year, and he's already broke the record. Um, it's going to be a tough mark to beat. Yeah, and comes especially along since a nine-goal win yesterday fast forwarding a little bit right but yeah that's i'm sure great. that's adding a ton to his record it's gonna be hard to beat for upcoming students but it's a new goal new goal um so on to august 25th friday so uh cross country was at the molar invitational um that was their first event uh, abby matthews placed third overall in the girls division uh, for the varsity gold race uh, max kramer was 11th overall in the varsity gold race for the boys both boys and girls placed fourth overall um, an important, you know, interesting little note about Abby and Max. So they're both multi-sport athletes. Abby currently is playing uh, both cross-country and soccer. Max is cross-country uh, and baseball as well. Um, so always, you know, we always like to talk about our multi-sport athletes. We, we do promote that here at Bain. Yeah, and you do get tuition off, don't you, if you play more than three sports, I believe? So the participation fees decrease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so the first one is $250, second one's $200, third one's 50 bucks, I believe. So um, if you're a multi-sport athlete, I would encourage coming to Baden. And I think the one of the bigger things, too, is how how well all the other coaches work together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, if you're off-season or, you know, you're in-season versus you're off-season – um, all those coaches understand the schedules. Um, you know, we do have limited space for the time being. Um, but once we have more space, I'm sure a lot more will be happening. But, uh, yeah, all the coaches work uh, really great together, which yeah. is, for me at least, it's uh, – it's, uh, it's Especially for baseball, they all encourage playing other sports because that really increases your athleticism and it transfers over to every sport you play. Absolutely. Um, so going back to August 25th here, last Friday, so – 
Uh, football traveled to Columbus to sales. Uh, they pulled out a 10 to 6 victory. Uh, we will have senior Zach keep on in just a little bit to talk a little bit more about that game. Uh, but yeah, just a, a great game, a great battle, a hard fought battle um, that we uh, improved to 2 0. So that's the goal. Jumping ahead to August 28th, girls volleyball against Lakota West. JVB won 2 0, JVA won 2 1, and all wins across the board. Varsity won 3 0. Huge wins, huge turnout for both teams. Uh, jumping to girls' soccer, I was at this game taking photos for the Beta News banner. Or JV lost 4-0, to zero, while Varsity won 2-0. There was a huge turnout. Both sides were at it the whole time and along the fence. And at the end of the game, we, we ended up getting ahead early. And uh, jumping to boys soccer at Eaton, Varsity won 3-0, giving Eaton their first loss of the season. Boys are rolling. JV boys golf. At Fairfield South Trace, JV Boys Golf had 185 to 196, having the lower score, giving us the win from freshman Luke Brem as a medalist at 45 on nine holes. Uh, yeah, and that brings us to uh, Tuesday night, August 29th, girls volleyball at Carroll. Uh, they swept the board. 2-0, uh, 2-0, 3-0, 3-0 clean sweep. Boys soccer last night versus Talawanda. JV won 2-0, Varsity won 9-0, so another uh, a big night for Braden Eldridge. I believe he had three more goals. Um, But a good team win altogether to to hold a shutout. Um, The boys were, they have improved to 6-0, and that's the first time uh, in school history, uh, best start that we've ever had. So props to uh, Coach Hickey and and the seniors and the effort that they're putting forth over there. Um, I think they're going to have a, you know, I talked about it last last episode as well, but I think they're going to have a great year. Uh, that was also our alumni night. So alumni got in for free. Uh, it was good to see some of those some of those guys from the past. Golf versus Hamilton. So they played at Walden Ponds and they lost off that six man score. So it was one eighty seven to one eighty seven tie, uh, and then lost off that one. And then Matt Bruger was a medalist with a forty five. So uh, shout out to Matt Bruger. JV Golf uh, also played yesterday. They were at Potter's while Varsity was at Walden Ponds. They played Hamilton as well, uh, and they won 193 to 223. And Ryan Vokey was a medalist for Baden uh, with a 44. So, uh, pretty good shooting out there. Jumping ahead to the records, boys soccer at 6 0, as we stated before, that they're off to the first time in history, 6 0 start. Girls volleyball at 5 0. Girls soccer at 1 2 and 1. And football at 2 0. Yeah, so uh, Tyler. You know, you, you said you were at that Fairfield game. You yeah. were at uh, – I know you were at tennis last night as yeah. well. Um, do any of these scores, any of these games stick out to you as being uh, important in the regular season? Um, or was there a great environment anywhere? You know, I know you said there was a good environment at Fairfield. But anything stick out to you over this past week? Yeah, I I mean, obviously tennis. I, I've never went to a tennis match before. It's a way different atmosphere. And I – I mean, it's a more laid-back atmosphere, and I really like like the environment they have there. And they, I think they want to keep it that way. And I just like the quiet support through all, all throughout the stands. Everyone's, like, watching intently, and each game's going on. And it's I think it's something great to go out to. If you're ever, like, interested, definitely check out. It was a great game against Alter. Alter had a very good team. And I, I think a couple D1 commits, but I, th- I think overall uh, – Pretty good for tennis. Yeah, and for girls' soccer, they had a great outlook, and uh, Fairfield's ended up having a close game. They had a ton of student section, and both student sections were going at the whole time. 
it was uh it ended up being like really close scores generally how uh, soccer games are but I think uh Baden kept with it and with the courage and support from the student section we were able to pull out the dub yeah uh so yeah based off some of the photos that you sent me um so Tyler Verdon has his own uh media page it is on Instagram Tyler Verdon Media TV media? T Verdon Media, yeah. T Verdon Media. So uh, he'll, he'll be putting out some more uh, content, uh, but he's helping out with the Baden News Network. So go ahead and follow him if you have not already. Um, but yeah, so that girls' soccer score, uh, you know, a rivalry uh, across yeah. town. Uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of people there. Uh, I believe it's the first time we've beaten uh, Fairfield uh, yeah. in, in our school history. So yeah, there's been times where we've tied, but I think this is the first time I heard that we've actually defeated them. So, uh, girls soccer trending in the correct direction. Um, I think they're, you know, they got some work to do, obviously, but I think they're starting to come together. I think they're going to be starting to play more as a team. Yeah, really excited to see yeah. see how they go. Um, so that that sums us up for the weekly recap. Tyler, thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here and helping out. See you next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time for a new segment here. I have senior Zach Keep on the podcast today. Zach, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, man. Good to have you. Um, so Zach's going to be doing a recap of our football games uh, weekly. So we're going to call it Zach's Recap. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be our, our, our new segment. Uh, so Zach, uh, go ahead and take it away. What would you think about week one? Give us the details. So yeah, Baden, two-hour drive up to Columbus. Nice little two-hour drive. Um, DeSales, tough team. Uh, Baden got the ball at the beginning of the game. They were able to drive downfield. Fourth down, fourth and one, could not convert, turnover. DeSales, on their first drive, they were able to turn, like, drive down the field, had a chance to make a field goal, 31-yard, missed a field goal. And kind of like after that, just more of a defensive game, really. So, yeah, start of the second quarter, uh, DeSales was able to drive down the Baden's territory, had another chance to make a 31-yard field goal. They didn't capitalize on that. So, we'll be sitting right now here talking about a different outcome of the game if they made both those field goals. So, yeah. yeah. And after that, too, another – Defensive game and going to halftime 0-0, so anyone's game, really. And so I guess the sales had a good game plan going into half. They were able to open up the second half with a 95-yard drive, R.J. Day. That kid has a really bright future ahead of him. Has already offered to Boston College as a freshman, so I think that's really a big deal. Good start. Yeah, so after that, uh, defense again, really, just going after it. And on the DeSales touchdown, yeah, I forgot about that. Miss extra point, bad snap, couldn't capitalize on that. Right. So 6 nothing DeSales. And late third quarter, Nick Warner. 41-yard field goal, boot on them, boot on them. And start of the fourth quarter, Stales six, Baden three. And I think the offense, you know, Rocky started the game. Mm-hmm. I think they were able to, like, settle in, get into the game. Um, O-line on this drive, and they got the touchdown, did amazing. Blake, great blocking, everything. They were able to drive downfield, Lim Grayson gets in the end zone. Sophomore. Sophomore, yeah, finds the end zone. That's a big, big touchdown right there. And – to sales, I mean, last drive, they were not in a hurry-up offense. They were kind of, like, just taking their time on everything. Kai Samples had a really nice pass breakup to end the game, kind of. And uh, Nate Ossendorf hits R.J. Day, gets the fumble. Drenager gets the recovery. So, that's the ball game, really. Baden wins. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, looking at some of the stats here, uh, just our leaders here. So, Alex Ritchie went 20 for 31. Uh, with 130, Lem Grayson, 10, uh, 10 rushes for 39 yards. Quinn Brennan on the receiving core, uh, leading the way, 9 for 56. And like you said there at the end, Nate Ostendorf, or Ostendorf, rather, he corrected me yesterday about that. 
Uh, Nate Austindor, 14 tackles, eight, eight solo tackles, four stumble, and a sack there at the end. Yeah. Um, so how, how, how big of a win is this in your opinion? I mean, I was kind of thinking like first two weeks, Baden plays Hamilton week one, D1, that's a tough game right there. Absolutely. Week two, DeSeo is another tough game. They both walk out with the win. So I think really playing these two tough opponents week one and week two, it's really going to help them throughout the whole season. And going to the playoff time, I mean, you're going to have some fun tough teams to play absolutely so week one week two beating those tough teams on the road basically too i mean hamilton yeah a little bit but winning those games i think that's huge yeah really huge. especially you know it felt like last week especially you know you're kind of simulating a, a playoff atmosphere by getting on the bus driving two hours um you know getting in that that mindset of uh win or you know you're out exactly you, yeah. you, you got to win soon you got to yeah. win now yeah um and now we're on to week three, Edgewood home opener. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you'll be in the student section. I'll be there. I'll be there. Tell yeah. me what that's all about. How's the student section this year so far? Student section's doing good. Nick Huff, our leader, he's doing an amazing Huff, job. we trust. Yeah, I think this that's the right job for him. <laughs> that's the right job for him, yeah. So be there Saturday night, 7 o'clock at Hamilton. At Hamilton. So, yeah, be there. What's the theme? I think it's blackout. Blackout. Blackout, yeah. All right, man. Anything else for the listeners at home? I mean – that's like, like I said, two tough opponents week one and week two. I think it's get baiting, get all the jitters out week one, week two. Get ready, get ready for a good season. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Great job. See you next week. Thank you. All right, man. Welcome to the Baden Athletics Podcast. Uh, I have Luke Franchini, Nate Ostendorf, and Drew Enninger here. Uh, man, how we doing? Doing good. Doing all right. Doing great. Doing great. Awesome. Um, all right, man. So we're going to talk about uh, last week's game and look into uh, this this next upcoming week here. Um, so week two, St. Francis de Sales, uh, you know, we got a 10-6 win, got out of there with the win. Um, first off, talk to me about what uh, pregame um, events happened that day. So for people who don't know, what, what, what all went down that day up until the game? So um, we got out of school a little bit early. Dismissed us at 140. Got to love that. Yeah, got on the bus pretty much immediately. We were on that about an hour. And then we made a stop at some rest area, did our walkthrough, and got back on, made it there. Their locker room was really hot, so we uh, we were outside <laughs> most of the time. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much everything that led up to that. Is that probably the most unique spot you've ever had a walkthrough? Yeah. Definitely. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Eli Little, he's a linebacker, he – um. There's a snake during our walkthrough. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Um, all right. So, talking up to the game now. So, uh, you know, we I think we had an idea of what they were going to be doing. They probably had an idea of what we we're going to be trying to be doing. Um, so, talk to me about that game. So, offense, defense, you know, offense, obviously, with, with Luke and the other two on defense. Um, offensively, what worked, what didn't work, um, and, you know, how do we – how do we use that as a, a learning process for what we have upcoming? I mean, yeah, going uh, – we were trying to run a lot of screens, and I think they either just sniffed them out, like, right away or knew that we were running them because every screen – I mean, we got some all right yardage on those, but a lot of the screens did not work. And some of our running plays, like our trap play, was not working because they kind of saw that they were, we were trapping. So those plays didn't really work. And so going into the – going into halftime, we kind of knew that and we're just kind of going around that and – we started throwing our little hitches and doing a lot of passes in the second half, so that kind of worked out for us, and that's when we scored. And right. 
Um, so yeah, so you know, we are scoreless going into the half, zero zero. Mm-hmm. Um, then we finally put a, a big drive together towards the end of the game, and uh, you know, turned out to be enough. Um, right. The story, obviously, defense, right? Holding the six <laughs> points. That's you know, I know Coach Schlager loves loves keeping those low numbers. Um, but I'll ask I'll ask the same question. You know, what worked? What didn't work? Um, you know, it sounds like obviously with a, a six up there, a lot did mm-hmm. work. Um, but what you know, what was the the week of preparation? Um, what were we planning for, and did that pan out to what we ended up seeing? Um, during the plan, and we like planned a lot for their sh- like passing game. We like they run a lot of spread and like outside run. So Slogger had us prepare for all the shenanigans they're gonna do. Uh, last year's quarterback number zero, he's a shifty guy. He's a running back now, and they got their quarterback Ryan Dayson. RJ, right? Yep. Yeah, he was shifty and could run around, so we just prepared for that all week. And so fell apart the first drive of the third quarter, but other than that, we did pretty good. Yep. So going off what Nate said, um, we were able to keep him out the end zone every time except that one drive. We forced him to kick a couple of field goals, and they missed them both. Good things can happen when you keep a team out the end zone. <laughs> they, RJ Day, shifty. He was hard to get to, but I think we played him pretty well. Yeah, I'd say so. And the drive you're talking about is right at halftime, right? Yeah. They have a 90-yard drive in about two and a half, three <clears> minutes, and uh, that's the last score of the game, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so using that game uh, as momentum, uh, we, we fast forward to this week. This week is Edgewood, right? Edgewood's coming off, Edgewood is coming off a, a bad loss um, where they, they lost 42 nothing to Clinton Massey. So uh, I'm sure they're going to be a little hungry. Um, but, you know, we come off a, a huge momentum win as well. How do we use that and propel ourselves into this week three matchup, trying to go 3-0? and Offensively, I mean, they're, uh, the sales was pretty big. I mean, they had their nose guard was about, I think, 6'2", 6'3", pushing, I think, 300 pounds. So he was big. And Edgewood has some size on them too. So we're going to have to deal with that size again. One of their linebackers is 6'4", I think, pushing 240. So size is definitely going to be another big thing in this game, and we're just going to have to run all over them. Defensively, uh, for defense, they were on the wing tee, so like it's a we a lot of run for them this uh, this week. So we're just planning uh, some blitz, some guys on the end, do a bunch of different stuff, just plan for the plan for everything. Yep, defensively, it's going to be more running, and we just got to contain that running back and quarterback, keep them minimize their yards on the ground, and I think we'll be all right. Who has more tackles? Right or Saturday? Oh. Saturday, Nate or Drew? Nate had I, didn't you have like fourteen or something like that last yeah last yeah, Friday I had, I had nine yeah Nate is there is there a friendly competition that goes on I guess you could say that yeah <laughs> I don't know this week <laughs> with Drew long arm and I don't think he has some as yeah. many opportunities as I do yeah I think I think Nate's winning this week too <laughs> if I were to make a prediction good uh, friendly competition is always good um, so I talked to I talked to some guys last week um, and I just kind of want to ask a similar question. What do you guys think about this year? So what are, what are some team goals um, that you guys have, or is there anything you have to say that kind of adds on to what those guys talked about last week? I mean, I think my biggest team goal is just winning state. I mean, getting to state again. Like, we had that experience sophomore year. I mean, I didn't I – personally, I wasn't on any special teams, any offense, defense, nothing. So just going to state is just kind of one of my biggest things and being able to play in state and compete. I think that's just my biggest team goal. I don't really have a lot of individual goals per se. Yeah, same for me. It's like just winning the GCL and then going to state. I mean, I was on like two special teams and like 
it is very nerve-wracking, even though, like, I was on the field maybe five plays. So it's really exciting to go up there. I want to keep the regular season winning streak alive, and I also want to get to state, not just get there, win it. Right. Mm-hmm. Be specific with our goals, mm-hmm. right? And don't just get there. Let's win it. Yeah. Um, so this Saturday, 7 o'clock at Edgewood, uh, or 7 o'clock, rather, at Hamilton versus Edgewood, um, your last home opener. What is that? What kind of emotions come with that? Is that an exciting thing? Is that a, a humbling thing? Is it, you know, your, your days are starting to get numbered here as a senior football player at Baden High School? What comes with that? It's definitely exciting because uh... – I mean, you have all your fans in the in the stu- in the bleachers right behind you, and uh, I mean, I don't think being a senior football player has hit me yet. I think maybe playoffs, that first playoff game, might because then I'm no like if we lose, like I'm done. But like right now, I think it's just kind of like just everything's just coming, and I'm just excited. It's just another game, really. Yeah, but that student section going to be there. Like last week, we had maybe ten, twenty kids there, and it was. Camo, so like you couldn't see anyone. So. Yeah, they were getting hype. They were getting hype. I heard them. All, all yeah. I heard them. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, yeah, it's a long trip up. There. <laughs> yeah. So this week's gonna be nice with like everyone there at the game or the first home game we have. So what's the theme? You know, I think uh, blackout. It's a blackout. 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 Yeah. 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 So for me, it's kind of bittersweet. I know it's the last time I'm gonna be. It's gonna be like my last first home game. It's bittersweet for me, but like kind of what um, Luke said, it hasn't really fully hit me yet. Like, come playoff time, it's going to be like, it's lose or I go home. So, But yep. I'm, like, really excited for this uh, Saturday game. Right. No one's ever ready to lose their last game. That's right. Um, right. It's, a, it's a tough thing uh, that people have to deal with. Um, all right, fellas, I think that's all I got. Uh, anything else you'd like to add for the listeners at home? I'm good. Listen good to this here. podcast. Yeah. Speed Edgewood. <laughs> yeah. Let's do Speed it. Edgewood. All right, guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, good morning, guys. How are you today? Good, good morning. morning. How are you? Good. So we got Shelby Malkair, Grace Glover, Ellie Green, our volleyball captains in here today. All right, guys. Uh, so how does the captain process work for volleyball? Is it a vote? Is it just a coach decision? How does that work? Um, well, the coach sent out a Google form kind of asking what we look for in captains and what we look for in leaders, and the whole team kind of, like, put their input on that stuff. And so then she took – like, all the stuff that, like, all the feedback that we said and formed them into questions. And then basically it was like, who do you think fits this leadership role the best? Who do you think you'd look to for most help on the court? And who would get you out of a rut when you're stuck in one and all that stuff? And then everybody voted on the other Google form. She eventually send it, send it out. And then so what, what were some of those qualities? What were some of those uh, leadership styles that, that were voted on? So what did everyone kind of agree on? There was a lot of different ones she sent out, <clears throat> like 12 different questions. There was like, who do you think listens to your ideas? Who do you think brings us up when we're down? Who do you think is a vocal leader? Who do you think is, what were some other ones? Like somebody you can look to when you're stuck in like, or when you're needed help to lift up. And like one was help. about like when they're down that they still bring other people up even if they're in like a rut. Yeah. And like calm, cool and collected. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get mad at yourself for making mistakes and I thought it was a cool way to do that. I thought it I, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite ways mm-hmm. other than just voting. Like, yeah. Well, you have to give a reason on why you're voting that person too. Yeah. Right. So, so you can yeah. just pick your friends and then yeah. just not have a reason. Like right. the last yeah. question on the thing was like choose three people that you'd want 
to be your captains and then explain why, which mm-hmm. I thought was nice. And then you three popped up? Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what, what does that bring? Does that bring nervousness? Is that um, excitement? Uh, is it responsibility? What? So when you're named captain, how do you feel about that? I was excited. Yeah, I was excited. Feels good because we've been like waiting. We've all been on the team for three years, just like sitting and waiting. But then we got voted, and it's like, oh, cool, we're seniors. Like we get to lead the team now. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Yeah. yeah, and being on the team so long, you got to see like all the other mm-hmm. captains and yeah. how they yeah. were captains, and so like what you liked and what you didn't like. Yeah. Right. So you can make your own path. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what what struggles come with that? So you know, last year. Pretty good year, right? Twenty-seven and two, state finalist uh, or state semis. Um, you know, they had their own style, I'm sure. But are so are you trying to emulate that same thing? Uh, you said you're trying to make your own path. Is that what kind of challenges are coming with that as you guys are in this new leadership role? Authority, yeah, because you're definitely being, different. You're being captains over people that are the same age as you, basically. Yeah, just yeah. you. So it's hard to like get them to listen to you and. I, w- I don't want to say respect, but, like, just understand what you're saying and why you're saying it and that you have a reason on what you believe. Yeah, and it's, like, your friends, too. Like, you don't want to – you don't really want to be authoritative to your mm-hmm. friends. You, you just want to be in the same position as them. Like, you don't want to be the overhead boss or leader or something to the friends you've been friends with for about four years. Right, and, like, you see you and them as equals and they see you as equals, but at times you're supposed to be, like – yeah. a leader to them that's it why is. you're in the role right yeah, yeah. And it was hard because it's like we're from from what i've seen we're very three nice people and <laughs> we know we know like we know our team so we know what they need but like different people don't see the same vision as we do yeah we're definitely not like mean yeah. captains mm-hmm. Like, we can be in authoritative. My you just have to, like, find the way that people want to be yeah. led. Yeah. And yeah. that's definitely a struggle because some people want to be screamed at, and then other people will take it, like, personal and not even want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely agree. So, would you guys, you know, thinking about the two two different types of being the leader, um, whether you're a vocal leader or a quiet leader, someone who leads by example, uh, where do you think you guys fall? No, so not really as a group, but maybe individually. I, um... <clears throat> I like, I like getting us out of our heads. Like, in the Roger Bacon game last year in the regionals, we, like, regional finals, we were, like, not playing the best we could have in the first because we were so uptight and scared. And, like, I come out of the site or, like, I come out of the huddle starting the second set, and I'm dancing and singing to the music just so everybody (laughs) can see that, it's okay. Like, you need to have fun. You need to relax, and you need to play your game. And, like, that's what I'm in for all of our games. Like, if we lose a one really bad, like, our Fenwick game that we lost, <laughs> that set that we lost, I, like, came out of that for the third set, and I was just, like, I was singing, I was dancing, I was making sure everybody knew that it was okay to have fun and actually, like, because that, that's how you play your best game is you're having fun. You're not even thinking about it. I would say – I have to be vocal in the way that, like, I run all the plays and stuff, so I have to tell people what they're doing. But by, like, when I'm leading, I'm definitely more of a quiet leader because I show people that I trust them by, like, if they mess up, I give them the ball back, not necessarily telling them, like, oh, like, you're okay. Mm-hmm. I trust that – I, like, show them I trust them through my actions. I'd say I'm in between. I mean, I'm vocal. I talk a lot. And I'm always 
very energetic, but sometimes I will get mad and I'll just just not talk because I don't want to say anything I don't really mean. Right. Because I can get I'm I'm very competitive, so I can say like mean mean things I don't really <laughs> want to say, but. I mean, I always try to stay calm and collected, and sometimes my calm just, like, is quiet. Yeah, and that's all, you know, that's all part of it. You know, getting into a leadership role, um, especially a role where you're, you know, you're named the captain. Uh, obviously, you've earned it. Your teammates think you have earned it. That's why they voted you there. All right, yeah, so being a leader for the first time, uh, there are some challenges to that. There's, um, you know, definitely some, some lifelong advantages. I think you guys will learn from this experience no, no matter how it turns out coming, you know, three months from now or whatever. Um, but, you know, going back to the beginning. So when did you guys start playing volleyball? When did you realize that, hey, I love this sport, maybe I'm good at this sport, uh, and I have a future in this sport? I started playing volleyball in third grade when Sacred Heart just offered the random open gyms where you just go to. You don't play any games, but you just go and you learn from a guy. His name was Bill. Love he was, Bill. He was a great guy. And then I he started. Sounds like a good guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. That's funny. He was funny. And then I started playing club in fifth grade. And I had my last year at club this past winter. And I didn't, I mean, I knew I was going to play in high school. but And I thought I was going to play in college. But I think I'm going to do something else now and focus more on school instead of, like, continuing volleyball. I started playing in third grade with Ellie at Secret Heart with Bill. And I, I played because I played every sport. I just tried out or, like, was on every single team. I definitely thought I was going to play in high school, though. I played soccer and volleyball. I didn't like that soccer gets, like, super hot and you're outside and you're sweating a lot. So I chose volleyball. And I just, like, learned to love the sport. I definitely, like, thought I was going to play in high school, but I also thought I was going to be in the Olympics. So <laughs> that's probably not going to turn out how I thought it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat Grace is in. Like, I played every sport when I was younger, and so I, like, I started in third grade. I, I'm, like, the youngest in one of my sides of the family, and I just watched everybody grow up, and I, um, I just grew up watching everybody play sports and watching my sister play volleyball, and I was like, that looks fun. Like, I definitely knew I was going to play in high school because I always came to, like, baiting games when my brother was here, and I come to the volleyball games, and I'm like, I'm... Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm playing volleyball. But, like, it came down to volleyball and soccer when I was in, like, fifth grade. And I was going to choose soccer. Thank God I didn't. But because that was just – that was a lot. Fair enough. Shout out Ross Mulcair. So, in terms of position. So, I, I have played sand volleyball for, like, five years. Nice. You don't have a position. What do you guys do? Explain it to me. So, tell me what your positions are and what your main duties are. Okay, so I'm a setter. Um, I've been a setter since the third grade. Uh, that's what I always was. So you, I run the plays. It's like the quarterback. I call the plays. I set everybody. Um, you kind of get less of the glory. You know, you're not, like, getting the kill or getting the dig. But my job is just to make sure, like, everybody's on track and, like, on the same page so we can score. Um, I'm the libero now. I've been a lot of things. I was a setter when I first started. And then eighth grade year, I was an outside hitter all the way around. That was interesting, but then I stopped growing, so now I'm libero, and I stay in the back row, and I'm my duty is defense, so I'm in, I only play the back row, and I play all six rotations in the back row, and my job is, like, just make sure the ball doesn't hit the ground. Right. I, um, <clears throat> I was an outside hitter for a while, um, but coming into my junior year, 
there was like very little positioning on varsity that was open. So I had to teach myself to play back row and be be good at back row in order to have a starting spot. So now I'm a DS, so I go in for um, Julia's back row. But in general, I just go in for an outside hitter's back row. But, um, yeah, I I wish I was still a hitter, but, like, that's just because I like hitting. But shout out, Dad, for the height. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys got a brand-new gym floor in there. You're the, the first team, first team to play on it, um, uh, and first wins on it actually. So that's always Aww, good. Oh yay! Some to, to keep. Get something for that. Probably. Yeah, we'll work a on a shirt, it. a we'll pen, write your a name, a pen, a baden pen. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> you. On the floor. We'll get you a green baden pen. Um, yeah. So thoughts on the floor? How, how's it play? Um, how's it compared to the old one? Uh, obviously, there's going to be, um, you know, some different things about it compared to our old, you know. 57-year-old gym floor that you played with last year. Um, so I'm sure there's good and bad things about it, but uh, what are what are your first reactions to it? I liked it. I mean, like, the, the design of it is really cool and everything. Obviously, it's going to be a little hard to play on at first just because of how, what? Like waxy. Waxy, yeah. Traction. 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 It's great traction. It was like, yeah. <laughs> great because, traction. Like, I'd just be walking one day, and I'd just – trip on the ground because it's so waxy but I mean all in all it's just it's a it's a good floor like the design is very cool I like whoever designed that we haven't dented it yet no we haven't make sure everyone knows that we have not dented it no no injuries to the floor who designed the floor uh, Mr. Melzer and I did. Aww. That looks nice. good. Yeah. So the gym floor, uh, for people who don't know, we had an auction on that last May. Uh, all over the summer, we made $15,000 off of it. So uh, that was pretty good, all towards building a brighter bait in our stadium project. Um, once again, like we mentioned last episode, if you wanted to get involved in that, you should reach out to Chuck McKinney or Brian Pendergast. Um, it's a, it's going to be great once it's all said and done. Uh, still in the fundraising stage, but it's definitely needed for our for our student athletes and for all the success that we've been having lately. Um, talking about success, you guys last year, pretty good year, twenty seven and two, like we talked yep. about, um, state semis. Um, what was that experience like? So I was there that last game. Uh, it felt like we were down, but we were never out, right? And, and that was kind of the story all year. It felt like you guys maybe struggled in your first set, but then you always came back and, and battled. Um, and it was it was really exciting to watch, uh, especially from someone who didn't watch a, a ton of volleyball in my life prior to that. It was really exciting to watch. Um, so just talk about what that experience was like uh, and maybe what that team was like compared to maybe this team. Well, walking in, I was just like in awe. Like the stadium felt huge. The lights, oh, I could not get used to those lights. They were so bright. <laughs> um, I was so excited. I think everybody was super nervous. I remember I was like nervous sweating because like um, – but that team, I think, in some ways is similar to this team. I mean, there's still five girls right. that started that are still on the team. But in other ways, they're a lot different. I think the culture is a lot different with this team. Yeah. Like, Grace, I was just in awe. Like, I think I walked into it, like, the actual stadium, and, I like, my jaw physically dropped. Like, I was just in a maze that we were playing here right now. Like, I'm a 17-, 16-year-old girl, and I'm playing in a – college stadium for hope what was hoped to be a state championship but yeah I definitely um like Grace was saying the culture it's different but it's not a bad different like different is good um last year we were just all like 
we've played with them since freshman year. So we've had like three years, four years under our belts with them. And it was just a big sisterhood that was just one. We like we were all just one person. We all had the same personalities and mm. everything. We had the same inside jokes. <laughs> like yeah. to have fun. Like we'd look at each other and we'd know exactly what each other <laughs> are thinking. Like but yeah, so it's definitely different this year, but I, I don't think that's bad at all. And like, maybe more importantly, same goals, right? Yeah. Yes, Everyone we're has the same goal. Well, new goal this year. we're winning. Yeah. That is okay, actually that is getting a, goal. a ring. New goal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead and your your experience. Um I was like them, I was in awe. I mean, it was a huge arena. I wasn't expecting it to be that big. And then the crowd, that was crazy, too, because oh, Ursuline yeah. came and cheered for us with the yeah. bait and student section, so it went all the way up to the top. Ooh, it was crazy. And I, last year was fun because we broke even more records. Like, the previous year, we broke some records, and then we yeah. broke even more records. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like it's pretty cool that we're the first team to like, go down history to do that, and we hope to break another record and win state this year. Right. I was, like, going into that game – to be honest, I was actually way more nervous about <laughs> I was more nervous Roger about the Roger Bacon. Bacon. Like, yeah. Just Roger because Bacon. I knew what to expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Roger Bacon, I had like that that stomach feeling the whole game, like butterflies in your stomach. Like I could not shake that at all. Even when we won, I was still like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I feel like all year our goal was, wasn't state. It was to beat Roger Bacon. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was what everybody was looking at last yeah. year. Yeah. Now our Definitely. goals. And we beat him twice last year. Yep. Yeah, right? correct. Once regular season and then. I feel Regional like final. was it three times because we usually no. play them twice. No, they're not in the GCL. No, we no. only play them once. Right. I feel like we had to win senior night though, just for Tegan. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Tegan. <laughs> Love you, Tegan. Shout out Tegan Hickey. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this arena you're talking about, Wright State, uh, is where the state semis and the finals were. Um, not too, not too terrible of a drive for us actually, which is was pretty cool. Um, but like you said, you know, that team, that culture. Does that carry over into this year at all? So having having that great year, does that carry over in a positive or a negative way? Um, is it momentum that we're building on, or is it oh crap, we lost you know X amount of seniors now we got now we got to do it ourselves? I'd say both. Yeah. Like I think it's positive and it's negative. Like positive because like a good majority of that team felt the loss. Like mm-hmm. they like I think what do we have? Turners? Six. Six. All six of them? Well, seven. At least like, was pulled out. Seven. Like, it was, like, we felt that in the palm of, like, the, it was so close. So close, but so far. Yeah. Like, I could reach out and touch it, but eight. I eight. Cut it. it was eight. eight. Okay. Anyway. It's only new one, right? Yeah. Well, mm. it doesn't matter. Anyways. <laughs> it's just the, like, we were all so close to it. Like, we want this so bad because we felt how close we were to it last year that we will do anything to get back. And that's, I feel like that's a positive because we will fight. Like there's, we will fight until we get back there. I would say the negative is that we went 27 and two for the season and we think that we can't lose. Yeah. Like we're, I feel like sometimes we're a little too confident. Like last night uh, we had a really good first set and then I, we've had it like last year our first sets were bad. This year, our first sets are great, and our second sets aren't good. Yeah. But we went really close with Carol, which is a team we thought we would roll over. So I think sometimes we just need, like, a confidence check that, like, any team could beat you. You need yeah, to, like, right. come out every game. And it's like you never – obviously nobody ever wants to lose, but going into, um, like, tournament time, 
it will be nice to have a, a loss under yeah. our belt. We kind of just don't remember how to lose and how to take the loss because we've won so much. The only game we lost last year was the McNick game, and then we swore to never lose that and like lose another game, and we never looked back. And it <laughs> kind of. But like at the same Coach time, I still think I thought I thought we fought pretty hard. Like I don't mm-hmm. think we went into the state game. I don't no. think we went into the last three tournament games thinking that we were going to crush no. them. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we still yeah. played. We knew and there like, was going to be a fight, and, like, yeah. we had to As long as fight. we still have that mindset. Because, like, mm-hmm. obviously you want to have the mindset that you're beating your opponent, but, like, you still have to give respect where respect's due and be like, yeah, they're, they're a good, good team. team. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Coach brings that up a lot that last year she, like, of course she didn't want us to lose to McNick, but she says that we needed that loss to, like, yeah. that, like, helped us get to state. Yeah. yeah, I 100% agree with that. That's we why I like had high egos. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we <laughs> need an ego check. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you talked about that state semi game being so close, you can reach out and almost grab it, mm-hmm. right? How how do you deal with that failure? How do you deal with that loss? You know, immediately after it, a week after it, and now now that you're in your senior season, you know, hopefully we're you know you'll never get over it. But um, how do you deal with that internally and as a team? How do we deal with that failure? Immediately after, you go to a football game, so yeah. you put your mind to And then rest. you watch them win, and then you cry because you watched them win, and then you <laughs> lost just two hours before. And then you rewatch the film and ball your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you rewatch them saying that it was a bad call. It yeah. was a bad call. It was. Like, the that one call that was, was over? Yes. Yeah. Did they say you touched it? Yes. No, yeah. and then the announcers and everyone said, oh, that was that, a really bad call. Yeah, like, the trajectory of the ball didn't even change. Like, Side note: There, there needs to be replay in high. Like, yeah, you can have one I challenge. I think like, you should have challenge one challenge or something. Set. I, it doesn't have to be in the season, but like in tournament, tournament time, please do that. Like high school sports have gotten so just competitive. Maybe recently. just even state, like one challenge yes. per set in yes. the state semis and state final. Yeah, well, I agree, but control you can control. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. So how how do you deal with that failure? How do you deal with that loss? Um, you know, same thing internally or as a team. I would say, like, we put everything out on that court that day, and it wasn't enough, but that doesn't mean, like, you give up. It means you have to work harder. You have to get better. You can't just be the same and expect a different outcome. Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to drive us this year. Mm -hmm. Like, it's driven me for the past five games that we are (laughs) – that we're not – we're, like, we're leaving with a ring. Yeah, I want to win. I mean, it's given me a lot of motivation because we might see Gilmore again at the same game in the finals, and I'm – I really want to win this time. It's also motivating to know that people out there are like, that that Baden team had one chance and they lost it. Like this team, they, like so many people have said that this team this just year, one and done. yeah, it's it's not the same because we graduated five seniors. Right. But yeah. I, mean, I just you know I love proving people wrong. So and Coach always likes to tell she's uh, that like we're the team to beat. Like every team comes into our gym wanting to beat us because we were the team that went to state last year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so team goals, obviously win state first off, but let's let's take it slower. Like, you know, one step at a time. What are some other goals you guys have, either as a group um, in the GCL? You know, are are there any other goals that you guys have discussed, either amongst yourself as captains or as a team? We talked a lot. I talked with um, Coach Angie, our assistant coach, a lot about how we want to become more in sync and we want to run a lot more plays. Last year. We kind of ran a really simple offense, so she wants to become more advanced. That could definitely help us in beating, like, these bigger teams. I think definitely just since we do have people playing different positions, there's new people on the court, you have to build the trust and, like, trust that they're going to get that ball and I'm going to be here to get this ball. And I think it's just 
we're getting better, but it's started off rough, and now we're like we're building that trust, and we're doing really good, actually. I think. Yeah. Obviously, we want to win like our GCL, like beat all those teams. But like my goal is to beat the teams that everybody thinks we're gonna lose to. Like we play Seton, we play Mercy McCulley, we play. Macaulay, sorry, they they think I say it weird. I literally don't. My dad says it like that too. Macaulay, Macaulay, Macaulay. Okay, whatever. But obviously, it's a really big goal to beat all the teams that people say we can't, because that just it just gets us one step closer to knowing that we can actually yeah. win on top. And yeah, like, our last. Th- oh, sorry. Continue. And like CHCA, our senior night, I'm pretty sure. Like yeah, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, we play our last three games are CHCA, CN, and. Mercy McCauley, yeah. And it's our last three games of the season. And it's senior night, pink night, and then our last home game. Yeah. yeah. We so definitely like made our <laughs> schedule, schedule difficult. Schedule, our schedule yeah. difficulty <laughs> is And then all high. the difficult games are games that people will be at. Yes. yes. Yeah. But that's what I, I want to go into, like, tournament time with those under our belt. Like, mm-hmm. I keep referencing yeah. that. Those under our belt. But even if, like, it's a strap belt. Of course we want to win those <laughs> games, but I feel like if we lose them, that will also drive us into yeah. the tournament because yeah. we wouldn't want to lose. And, like, we'll eventually, I think, end up playing Mercy McCauley. Yeah, we'll play them in tournament probably. Yeah. yeah. So we were supposed to play them last year. Us. Yeah. But yeah. Roger Bacon beat them. Roger Bacon. And that's a big one, too, because we're at Bacon this year. We're yeah. at Bacon's home. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're playing Roger Bacon at Roger Bacon this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it should be that should be a good one because yep. they always have a great series. I think Nick's going to be a big opening. game. Nick's yeah. a big game. Yeah, tomorrow. If anybody wants to drive to McNick, pop out to McNick, six thirty. One game at a time, right? right? Yep. One game at a time. That's one that we're definitely winning because we lost at McNick last year, and right. I refuse that. Mm. Aren't they supposed to come here? Yeah, yeah. Well, we play them twice. Yeah. You do both because oh. they're in our league. Yeah. Yep. So we play them away, and then we'll play them at home. Did we beat them at home? Yes. Yeah. We lost them away. Record as of August 30th, we are 5-0 and after a sweep of Carroll last night. Um, did you think we'd be off to this hot of a start? Yes. Yeah. I, I the mean, expectation yes. or no? I mean, we haven't played any really hard teams. We played Fenwick. They've always been one. good. Yeah. They've always a big yeah. team. It was a green and white night. this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They graduated a lot of their offense, and they have, like, three freshmen playing offense yeah. right now. Start. They have three starting yeah. freshmen. They have no They're seniors. Okay. Is that pretty rare? Yeah, very, yes. very, they yes. zero Their starting seniors. lineup was one junior, two sophomores, and three freshmen. Yeah. And, like, the other thing I feel like people need to know is that, like, everybody just imagines imagines the same team as last year, like, yes. when we play them. And so, like, obviously we're a new team, but so are other teams. Yeah. Like, uh, other teams have graduated a bunch of people as well. Right. So yeah. It's so like just fun. as you guys are making your new yeah. identity, yeah. exactly. Everyone, Everyone else is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what motivates you guys? So you know, you can say obviously trying to get back to state that'd be a, a huge motivator. But maybe you individually, what motivates you? Is it your family? Is it pride? Is it your competitiveness? Um, you know, what is it for each of you? I just really hate to lose. <laughs> I think our whole team hates to lose, and that's really. What motivates us as a team in general? But Honestly, like, I know this is kind of, like, cheesy, but, like, the little kids in the stands when you, like, 
when that are watching the game motivates no. me. We definitely play so <laughs> much better with the student section. Yeah. Yes, it's more so pressure because yes, you don't want to get called out. Because <laughs> um, people can be mean. Well, it's just honestly. the energy, too. No, I like when people, like, yell at me, though. And like, then you prove When you wrong. go to another team's gym and their whole student section scream at you, that yeah. makes me play better. It does. Yeah. Makes me yeah. better. But, like, the little kids, like, on grade school night when they're watching and everything, just because I was that little kid that's like oh my god I want to be like a varsity volleyball player like that's what <laughs> motivates me is I hope kids are like watch me play and be like oh my god I want to be like Shelly Mulkin hopefully I be like Shelly <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's she sucks but like my <laughs> I hate Shelby Mulkin she's so bad at volleyball <laughs> but like my family's another one that motivates me as well just because like I just like the support that I get from them like my sister coming to all my games and yeah. my brother coming to his usual two to three games that he comes yeah. to. Hey, he came Almost to, no, he's come to a lot too. recently. Yeah, like two. Shout, Shout out Ross, Ross again. Shout, <laughs> Shout out Ross. And Kenzie, love you, Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so motivation is huge uh, as a team, as an individual. Um, changing directions here for a second. So student athletes, uh, it's difficult. It can be difficult, you know, especially going into your senior year. Um you know, everyone's got a different course load going on. Uh, you got to make some decisions about college eventually. What is that student athlete life balance like? Is that a hard thing? Do you fully have understood it now? Um, or, you know, looking back two, three years ago, when did you finally understand that, hey, this is actually going to be a little more difficult than I maybe initially expected? Uh, and how do you deal with that? It was hard at first. Like, it was actually – is. Just because you're a freshman coming into the student athlete life, you have no idea what that's like. Right. You like you play grade school volleyball, and that's two times after school every yeah, day. And two the times in one game, like yeah. and it's on a Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. The game's on a Saturday morning. Now you're practicing every day. You have Monday, Tuesday, Thursday games that end at like eight or nine, and you're also an hour away from home. And you have to do homework, homework like at the school, and yeah. sometimes it's de- it was definitely a lot to adjust to. But now, being a senior, like, I, I just think it's easy. It's, easy. it's also you have to plan your schedule correctly. Like, it's all about time management scheduling. And you have to know what's best for you. Like, for me, when I get home from a game, <coughs> when I get home from a game, I can't do my homework that night. I'm always so tired. Yeah. And I used to stay up till like, midnight, 1 a.m. trying to finish my homework. And I've realized I'm more of a morning person, so I'd rather go to bed and then get up early and finish my homework. And I feel so much better than I if I stayed up super late and yeah. did it. I'm definitely – it's definitely about time management coming in as a freshman. You don't really know what to expect because it's a new thing. Yep. And it's – you have to figure out, like, when I'm going to do this and when other things are due so you can work on it ahead. And then you just have to get your work done at the game. You can't just sit around and watch. And That's <laughs> Ellie. Because, <laughs> like – I get my work done at the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then – um, with your class loads, like my sophomore year, I took chemistry. That was um, a wake-up call, definitely, because those tests were hard. So I had to study at the game and then study before the game. And then I'd take a break, and then I kind of wouldn't work on my homework. And then I would go to the game, and then I'd go home, do a little bit more, go to bed, wake up, and then work on it throughout the day. Because you have a study hall, mm-hmm. so you have time to do it. And the most important thing is just not stress. Like you definitely have to learn to take advantage of your other yeah. classes. Like if you're done with your work, don't just sit there and play on your right. computer. You yeah. work on do a different homework. classes yeah. work. You also like you have to take care of your body. It's just cuz you're you're going from like no pause. Yeah, you're you're no pause throughout the week. Mm-hmm. I mean s- Saturday's probably your only pause, but that's when you're going to hang out with your friends. So like right. you have to 
get sleep. You have to drink water throughout the day. You have to eat good, like, balance. And learning, like, Saturday's your only off day. That doesn't mean, like, stay up till 4 a.m. No, no. Because you're practicing the next day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, you guys are one of the few teams that practice every Sunday. Yeah. Um, We don't practice Fridays, though. Or Saturday. Or Saturday. Which is nice. Yeah. I'm sure that helps a little bit. It also kind of, like, um, with work, too. Like, I know Grace. Grace and I are working during this season as well so it's it's a hard come hard visit skyline and chick-fil-a, <laughs> chick-fil-a and voice of america <laughs> um but it's definitely hard to manage everything like that because like so when we're talking about saturdays as our only day off and saturdays are when i work so it's like it right. just feels like i'm just non-stop Never. yeah 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 that's i mean that's a tough thing to to figure out and um you know Ultimately, it'll pay off eventually. Whatever you guys decide that you want to do next year, you, I feel like you'll be better because of this experience, um, and you'll be in a better position than, than some other individuals, um, which is good. Uh, another thing that, you know, has changed this year is Coach Cheek's strength class. Um, are you guys, you guys are in that? No. no? I, I am. Shall you are? Yeah. Okay. So you guys go after school? Yes. Okay. 3.15 today. Yep. Eighth bell today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Coach Coach Cheek's strength class in general, how do you feel like that's changed your either you individually or you as a program four years that you guys have been here? Has it do you see the benefit? Do you not see the benefit? Um, yes, I see the benefit. Yeah. I, I see the benefit. benefit. It's less beneficial for like me and Ellie because then we're not with the rest of the team because right. most of our city is in the class. Yeah. So then yeah. we kind of live by ourselves with the freshmen. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole program after school. There's a lot of freshmen that don't take the class because they have to do other classes, like, in general. Mm-hmm. But they then, don't have as much leeway. Yeah, they don't have as much, like, room in their schedule as we do. Gotcha. Um, so, you guys, the, the class of 2024, you, you have five seniors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about your legacy, um, and this is something that I asked the, the football captains last week, what do you want your legacy to be? So, if you can describe the class of 2024 in one word um, – whether it's next year, whether it's at your 10-year reunion, whatever it is, um, how, how do you want to be talked about? I think I want to be known like having a lot of spirit, like yeah. the volleyball team in general, um, but also just like as a class. I think Nick's done a really good job with like the student sections and stuff. But just, Nick like, Huff? Yeah. yeah. Just like Nick supporting Huff. everybody, like going to the soccer games. Like I, we had a volleyball game on – Two days ago, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. And, like, I went to the soccer game after. Like, just, like, going and supporting everybody and having school spirit. And I, I honestly, um, if there's a better word for fun, I can't think of it. Just, what is it? Energetic. Really? Energetic, yeah. Just fun, <laughs> energetic, kind of <laughs> like that. Like, I, I just feel like we're just a very fun, funny, too, class. Like, we know when to joke with the teachers. We know when to take it serious. Like, and I like what Grace was saying about all that support. Because I know, like, People are always like, you don't come to any of our games. I'm like, there's no, like, support or anything. But I think Nick's done a really good job this year. Like, because Rodney, like, Rodney would come to our games, but, like, it'd only be, like, Rodney and four other people. Yeah, Yeah. we would have, like, five people in our student section. But, like, I think, yeah, Nick's just doing a really good job, especially, like, time managing it as well. Like, he'll spend some time at volleyball, and then he'll spend some time at soccer and then football. Like, he's not – just doing football and he's right, not yeah. just doing one sport yeah mm-hmm. trying to get around everywhere yeah. yeah i say involved we like to just go everywhere be with everyone yeah and we always we we're very 
I don't want, like mature in ways ish ish <laughs> I put quotation marks around it like we know when to have fun and when to not have fun mm-hmm. and we know like we want to go do these things and support our classmates because we think it's all fun yeah. and we like we just like to have fun we just yeah we like I think to we're be close people. too as a yeah. class like honestly yeah I do we all talk so, yeah. to everyone there's no one that yeah we just don't talk to like I mean just asking our friends and younger grades like we're like oh do you ever talk to them I don't really? even know who that person yeah, is. Yeah, like, like yeah. who are they? And I'm like, that just, I can't imagine. Because, like, I talk to everybody mm-hmm. in our grade. Like, of course, there's, like, friend good. groups and stuff. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I, like, I would be okay talking to anybody. Yeah, I'll yeah. find something to talk about with someone. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you could you could always find something to talk about with these people. Right. Like, you can create a conversation through anything. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that your freshman experience, knowing that the year before everything was taken away um, in the second half of the year, do you think that has any role in and you guys wanting to be involved in everything that things were taken yeah, away at one point. Now sure. you want to take advantage of it. Yeah. Our yes. eighth grade year, we got nothing. Like we lost at least me and Grace. I don't know what mother Teresa did. Sacred heart did a Kings Island trip, a kayaking trip and DC all in May. So we lost all that. So going into high school, I knew I wanted to do a lot of things and be like be involved in as much as I can, because I think it's fun and I don't want to miss out on anything. Right. Yeah. Makes you not want to take anything for granted. Yeah. Yes. Losing everything. Yeah. And like, our freshman year, um, we didn't get to go to football games. Right. So I think that that's a We lost big, that experience. Yeah. Well, any games, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't get to go to any basketball, like, any any other sports. And I think just having, like, because, I don't know, when people come into <laughs> when people come into high school, they're always just like, I can't wait for, like, <laughs> the football games and the dances and this and right. that. <laughs> and getting. Yeah, when it's, like, kind of taken away, we, we have to make the best out of it when – in the past or in right. the future. Yeah. I still think Baden did a good <laughs> job, though. Like, we, yeah. we were able to be in school. We got to do some of the same things, and they adapted mm-hmm. to, yeah. like, with yeah. COVID and everything. Yeah. I yeah. like how they tried. So I asked the football guys the same questions, um, the same question I'm about to ask. Um, do you guys have any rituals or superstitions that you abide by? So football is different. They, you know, you have one game a week. You guys are playing three games a week. You're Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, every week. Um, do you have superstitions, whether it's the night before, the morning of, you know, right before the game, anything that you do every single time? There's, yes. Yes. There's yeah. one song that we listen to every single home game in the locker room, and I believe we'll lose if we don't listen to it. Well, we didn't listen to it one time, and we lost We, we listened to half of it. <laughs> and we lost I set. stayed. I was almost late to the flip. I stayed in the locker room and listened to it by <laughs> myself. Did. So, like, our – so we'll run you through our game day. So we're like we we <laughs> say game day. game day every day, like when it especially when it's mm-hmm. a big game. We see each other in the halls and we always say. Game and it's day. not just a saying; it's a yelling. It's a game day. It's a war cry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the actual game, we go down, we get ready. I personally have a superstition; like it's always left sock, right sock, left knee pad, right knee pad, right shoe, left shoe. Double knot the right. Oh, you switch. Oh my it. gosh, yeah. that just sounds like too much work. Double knot the right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Anyways, how'd you adapt that, that? That's, that's more than I thought I was going to get. No, like, <laughs> I, I'm actually very superstitious. But, Lucy um, is super superstitious, too. But we pray. We always pray around Mary um, in the, the garden, back of school. The we yeah. do the same prayer. We always say. Well, we all say an intention. Yeah. Like, we go around in a circle and say the intention. We, we all say all, like, team fam. Hands. Team fam. Yeah, or, like, whatever you want to pray the for. And then we say a Hail Mary, and then we swing our arms, and we say Stephen T. Baden, and every year like, pray for yeah. us. Um, Mother of Mercy, pray, pray for, for us. us. Our Lady of Victory, pray, pray for, for us. us. And then we <laughs> scream. Yeah. Okay. To wear we, the same like, like thing. Like run out. 
Yeah, we, yeah, run, we, out. Do, we run out and we do our little thing. Yeah, like right. our foot. Yeah. Though. Same routines. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so we run out in a circle and then to the music, you like do your feet. It's like right, right, left, left, right, left, in, mm-hmm. out. And yeah. then everybody screams. And then Ellie says a little thing. She can't say it. I can't say it on here. A little and then no, we, no and then we do Rams. <laughs> I also like, have a superstition. I can't wear my hair up. So like I can't yeah. wear it in a bun. I can't wear it in a high ponytail because I believe I'll lose and I'll play bad if I do that. Yeah, uh, we are very superstitious. Like I yeah. have to do the same arm. Like when we're doing warming up our arms, I do like the same on that side, the same on this side, and I go into yeah. different Keep everything things. I do the yeah. same it, thing it, to warm up my hands every time, and I have to go in order. Yeah, yeah. See, that's how I am with my. Yeah, or like people always have their <laughs> serving routine too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that's those. a good one. Yeah, I have a serving routine. It's hit, hit, slap, slap, spin, <laughs> breathe, go. Mine's <laughs> slap, slap, spin. But sometimes I just don't do it. I don't, I'm not really. Or I get that. That's. I feel like that's more muscle and memory than yeah. like superstition. Well, they you know tell I mean? you yeah. when you yeah. get your serve, like you have to make this routine. You have to do it, or else Every you're not going to get over the net. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. You guys were you guys were in eighth grade not too long ago. You said Mother Teresa and and two at Sacred Heart. Um, looking at at Baden, how it's grown the past four years that you guys have been here. Thinking about the volleyball program uh, specifically, how much success you've had last year and the anticipated success uh, this year. Um, why come to Baden right now? Why why is this the time to come to Baden? Whether um, either it's for the school or for the volleyball program. Why would you? Why would you do that? Why would you recommend someone come? Well, it's really up and coming. Like, the new sports complex is coming. All of our teams are kind of on a high right now. Like, boys soccer is 5-0. We're 5-0. Braden Eldridge just got the history. There's a lot of school records being broken. Um, The school is definitely very, like, updated. They've got Mm -hmm. a lot of new classes. Like, academics are really good right now. Well, especially coming from a small grade school, it's a good fit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's just like small to small, which is good, because mm-hmm. like it'd be overwhelming going from like the culture to yeah yeah it's fun to be here like I actually enjoy coming to school. Same. Yeah, I don't and think I, I used ever to say it. that until I came here because you're like it's a it's not small but it's a bigger private school so you're with people that you're with at grade school but then you also meet a lot of new people at the school and then everyone talks to everyone. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like you can make it what you want. Like, yeah. you can come and have all the same friends from grade school, mm-hmm. or you can come and have none of the same friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just involved. whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You can do service. You can do retreats. You can do as many sports as you want. Yeah. You I can do like chess club. I action class right now. Yeah. That's what we just talked about. <laughs> oh, and the teachers are really, like, encouraging of you, yeah. too. Yeah. Just, like, they, they just want help. you to They're do understanding. Good. Yes, right. they want the best They want you, you to do good. They don't want you to fail their class. And they tell you that. They're like, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to come talk to me. Like, I yeah. don't want you to fail. Yeah. I yeah. want you to succeed. And, like, even – so, like, I'm taking Western Civilization, which is a new class, and Mr. Seitz is teaching it for the first time, and he had us, like, vote on how we want to learn because he wants the best for us. Yeah, right. Um, so, you guys talked about culture twice now. So, the culture of your team, the culture of Baden. What, what is the culture at Baden? So, if I'm somebody brand new, um, I don't <laughs> – I don't uh, know anything about Baden. Um, maybe I Google it, and that's all I know. Ramily. What, what is family. <laughs> Ramily. So family. explain that. We're all family at the Ramily. It just means that everyone's going to be there for you. Like, don't 
don't be afraid to speak your mind. Don't be afraid to come talk to someone if you need your help. And even after you leave, like, there's still going to be people around that will, like, cheer you on. Like, on the Instagram, you see people that say, congratulations, these two people that went to Baden got married. And it's like, right. oh, my gosh, you still care. Like, <laughs> once you come to Baden, like, everybody cares about you and they'll always care about you. Mm-hmm. And it's like what we were saying with our class. Like, as a class, I think we're close. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're, we could all find someone random and just make a whole conversation and just and I feel like you can definitely see that through Julia Julia's on the volleyball team she transferred from Ursuline this is her first year at Bainan and at least from what it looks like she like loves it yeah yeah yeah. a lot of transfer students I've talked to like this year have yeah enjoyed it a lot more than their schools and it's just you find your place and like you Mm -hmm. find your role like you can I don't know it's just there's always a there's place a, for Yeah, you. there's always a You'll place. You'll never feel left out. You just got to find it. There's a lot of opportunities yeah. for right. people yeah. to find what they want to do. Yep. Bunch of clubs. You can create a club. Spirit you club. You guys should join me in LA Presidents. All right. So last question then. Uh, we're at the end of our interview. So future plans. Ellie, you mentioned it earlier. Um, you know, potentially what your, what your future is going to look like. But what do you guys have uh, in store fast forwarding a year from now? <laughs> and if you don't know, that's fun. Want me to go? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to UC because I get free tuition because my mom works there. So it's a no-brainer for that. And I'm thinking about either double majoring in nursing and pre-med or just being a PA. Whatever happens, I don't know. Or maybe even switching. And I want to either be a dermatologist or just a PA or something in the medical field. And it's about as far as I've gotten so far. I will also probably go to UC. My mom and dad both went to UC. My sister graduated from UC, and my brother and other sister are both at UC right now. Um, so I have the option to go somewhere else, but strongly encouraged to go to UC. <laughs> and I'll probably go into either finance or accounting or double major. Okay. Um, I will also probably go to UC. Both my <laughs> siblings went to UC. Um, <laughs> I want to be um, uh, a teacher. A teacher. <laughs> Um, I know that's not the ideal. Not everybody wants to be teachers, but you know what? Teaching. Yeah, a lot of people I love teachers. Like a lot of people like here it. love teaching. Yeah, I just feel like I'd like to be a teacher. It'd I be think you'd mad. be a good teacher. That's what, see, people say I'd be a good teacher, and other people say I'd be a good salesperson. Probably want to be a math teacher. If not, I've had an interest in like being a detective. So Really? Ooh. I didn't know that about you. Really? Like a murder detective? Yeah. Like, like forensics? Scouting was? Yeah. No, Scouten was, um, he worked in the lab. Um, no, but yeah, like a murder detective. I don't know, I just like, I like that, um, like solving all those cases and everything. Like, I watch, um, Dateline a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Alone or with, like, your family? my mom. Me and my mom solve them. You solve them. Yeah. Like, if they're the lawyers on it. The boyfriend or the husband or, it's pretty easy to solve. Okay, so you guys are back in action tomorrow at McNick. Um, another Woo! GCL matchup, trying to go 6-0. and um, Next home match is... September 13th, Carroll. September Carol. 13th against Carroll. All right. That's a long way away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I think everybody should go to the Fenwick game. That's September 12th. Fenwick. We're at Fenwick. Pop at out. Fenwick. They always have a huge, they huge, have a huge section. Gym section. And our mean. team of nine with that have two people on the bench <laughs> won't be allowed enough. All right, guys. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you giving up your morning. Um, do you have any other things you want to say? Smash that subscribe button. Hit that <laughs> like button. <laughs> follow us. Go Rams. I don't know. Follow Ram the new student section account, BHS The Herd. The we herd. got locked out of the other one because Twitter updated <laughs> the X. 
Yeah. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been fun. We'll have to do this again. Yeah. Sounds Bye, great. Mr. Brown. Bye, Bye, Mr. Brown. See you later. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs>